0: and welcome to TFPR Podcast, the Filipino Parents Review, where we share about books,
1: movies, TV shows, craft, and everything else in
0: between. I'm Angel. I'm Jumi. Hello! Welcome to the TFPR. Hi, Jumi. Hi. So, um, I want to tell you this story because Last week, we turned on our TV again, which, you know, it has been off for a year and we really wanted to take it down so that we can have more bookshelves for books. But we were so tempted and eventually we gave in. We watched Wonder Woman on HBO Max and I posted about it on Instagram, but there's nothing special about it. So
1: About the movie? Yeah, about the movie, right? I know, right?
0: <laughs> Meh. I wish
1: they didn't do it, na lang.
0: Oh oh nga. What a waste. Anyway, so a lot of people asked about it and previously I know we had some questions about how we watch the shows that we talk about in on the pod, podcast that's not available here in the Philippines. And we said we use a VPN, of course, mm-hmm. that that and we'll put the referral link for a free thirty day trial. On our show notes, which also gives us free thirty days, so please, if you (laughs) want, you can use our link. And that's what we use to watch US Netflix shows and movies. And for us, we personally use it for Hulu because right now we've been watching Bones. Yes, I know you love that show. Mm -mm. How about you? How do you use the VPN?
1: We don't have Hulu. But we have Disney Plus, oh. so that's one thing I fought for, <laughs> fought for talaga, <laughs> I really want access to the MCU original series. Yeah, it's and all there. Yes, so Won the Vision premiered last week, mm-hmm. and OMG, oh I'm so excited about that show. So I really like Scarlet Witch, and I really think she's underutilized, an underutilized character in the movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see how the show will take her.
0: Have you seen it? Um, yeah, we tried to watch it, but it's not what we expected. Did so you we, see the second episode?
1: Or just the not, first? Not yet, just the first. I think, have seen the it? Okay, yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Watch okay. the second episode. Yes, watch the second episode. We'll talk about think... it
0: in the next episode.
1: <laughs> yes, watch the second episode. I think you'll get more, um, ano ba Parang more idea of what mm-hmm. it's gonna be like. And maybe because I also read articles about it.
0: Yeah. I got yeah. more
1: excited.
0: Uh-huh. Exciting! Okay. <laughs> we'll give it another chance. But maybe after we we finish a few more Bones episodes. Yes.
1: Bones. I really love Bones. I was so sad when they ended it.
0: I know. I know you were one of the people that encouraged me to watch it. Yeah. Um And I didn't want to watch it at first because I didn't know anything about it. And I saw so it's like 11,
1: I forget, Eleven
0: uh, seasons. I, I'm not sure. I forgot. Uh, I'll research and then I'll share mm. it on Instagram. But Mark saw it before. And it's one of his favorite shows to watch. So he was really convincing me. And now I'm really enjoying. I'm really hoping. Um, I like it. The anthropology, you know, parts of it, and Bones is just so quirky. And I don't know. It's just so, it's refreshing because it's so different, different from all the yes. things that that's available right now. What did you like about the show?
1: Initially, it was because of anthropology also and because mm-hmm. they work at the Smithsonian.
0: Oh, so, yeah.
1: by the way, it's my dream to visit all 19 Smithsonian museums. Really? I've been to one, so 18 one. na lang. <laughs> 18, yeah. <laughs> After the pandemic. So, <laughs> so, that was the initial attraction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, the chemistry between Bones and Booth is probably the best I've seen on a TV show. Really? Maybe tied with Rory Rory and Lorelai mm-hmm. <laughs> from Gilmore Girls. yeah. I, Mm-mm, I, yeah, I like the whole cast also, mm. and how their own storylines were developed. Mm. Um, although as I warned you, there is one, I think one two seasons where it's gonna get weird. But just keep on.
0: Yeah. Keep <laughs> on what do you like about it? Do you have I a like, favorite character? Yeah, I I agree that Bones and Booth they're so good together, and I like that. Mm. their relationship as it progresses. It's not as like what I said, it's different to what's currently available on Netflix or wherever because they don't just jump each other, you know? They yes. they take time. It's like there's friendship first, there's courtship first. Yeah. And it's, it's just so nice to watch. We always get you know killing and happy when when they have moments like that but the highlight for me was when sweets came into the show i really like the character the element that he brings into the show
1: Yeah, sweets i enjoyed watching him mature in the show because mm. when he first entered parang he's so young yeah right? i know Mm-mm. and then when as the as the season goes on and on you'll hmm. see him grow more
0: mature yeah yeah so i heard Exciting. remark that he's gonna be there for a long time yes which hmm. made me happy i Indeed. think until the
1: end until the really? final season yes. so
0: i'm i'm doing my best not to search for <laughs> spoilers there there are some cases where i wanted to know which episode they will conclude because it's not like the crime shows that that's available yes. right now, right? Yes. It, it won't happen like they have the issue on episode one and then they'll conclude it one or three episodes after. Mm-mm. Some of the cases it happened the next season. Yeah. So I just kept on watching and watching because I wanted the conclusion. To know yeah. yeah. Yes. So Ang ganda talaga
1: yeah, I remember I remember Temperance, 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 <laughs> temperance ben. Bones Bannon.
0: Yeah,
1: she's really different. And you're right; they're not bones and Booth. They're not romantic. They're not the kind of romantic lead stars, right? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. They're not the yeah. Netflix kind.
0: Yes. Yes. That right. <laughs> but <laughs> the, they, they did. Yeah. Yes. You know what I, I I told Mark, it's like. I wonder if, cause I read that it was based from a book. Mm-mm. Is it? Yeah. So I wonder if the if the book is that witty with the lines, or it's just the writers of. of I'm the not show. sure. Actually, I'm not sure if the book.
1: I think the book was based on the life of Booth, eh, of of Bones, mm. but not necessarily
0: the cast. Hmm. We'll have to research and then chat yeah. about it again next episode. Uh-oh. But Sige. I'm enjoying. It's really a nice break from all the stress of the pandemic right now. But aside from that, um, aside from those shows, I started reading Stephen Fry's Mythos. I know, um, it's it's part of my reading goal this year to go back to the the ancient texts, you know, things like that. But it's so hard for me because I don't remember much about mythology and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I remember I read Edith Hamilton's mythology in high school. I think most of us did, right? But I barely remember anything on it. Like, I didn't know how the story... how I didn't know the creation story of the Greeks, things like that. But when I read an excerpt of this book, um, I think through Scribd, um, I really enjoyed it. So I ordered the book, and then I asked the person who sells it on Shopee to send it to me to that <laughs> day, and she agreed. So I was so happy because I was watching it throughout the weekend. Um, I'm halfway through it, and I really enjoy, you know, just knowing who these characters are because and all the original greek words cuz most of them most of the words they're translated into english right and we have different mm-hmm. meanings things like that so um i'm excited to share it once i finish it and maybe pass the book on to you sige you know i haven't read
1: also really so uh, even in high school i don't think we did
0: re- yeah, but- maybe mm-hmm. cuz i think in school, here in the Philippines, we do introduction of the books. I don't know if it was just our school, but I remember maybe. we did introduction of the Odyssey. But we never they never encouraged us to read the yeah, Odyssey. Maybe in English,
1: no? But yeah. I don't think it's that extensive. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just, like, one quarter. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't read it. That way. Yeah, right? so so if we if we did, then I don't remember anything. <laughs> yeah. So this would be good. We could have nga, but I don't remember anything. We have a we have a book upstairs, but it's the one for kids. Mm. The one that from an I think it's a French author.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Basta yung Blue.
0: I'm not sure.
1: Mytho something. But it's Basta about yung. mythology. Yeah.
0: Mm-mm-mm-mm. So I is that
1: something they're... that I I want to read? First, before I discuss it with Alan. yeah, maybe next year. Maybe.
0: Yeah, so this was that was my intention as well, because Mark loves um Greek mythology, because it's war and all that. But he didn't know the details of. I would keep on asking him when I started reading the Odyssey, um, mm-hmm. or maybe the Iliad, and I would say, "Why is this character paying to this god? Who is this god?" And he would tell me about this god, but. So, who's the parent of this god, I will ask. Mm-mm. And he wouldn't know because, you know, some some books would just, or some movies, most movies would just highlight the fight scenes and they're not as accurate pala. Um, like, that. With the original, yeah, text. Yes. So it was fun and he's very funny, this guy, um, Stephen Fry. Um, his writing is just so witty. And I think I heard it from another podcast as I it stuck with me this book that um you know, he has this dry English humor that if you enjoy those things, aka with Love Island and all that. <laughs> um you would enjoy the book. So yeah. I'm excited to, to learn more about it. How about you? What else did you read or watch this week?
1: Wait, ito et, eto pala yung book. Oh my gosh. I don't think I can pronounce it correct.
0: Is that French?
1: Dolaire's the, the Book of Greek Myths.
0: I will have to, to Google <laughs> the Amazon link. Right.
1: Yeah. I took French in college, but I don't remember... It anymore. Doler. 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 Sounds <laughs> Do <agree>? sounds French. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't have an S anyway. So yeah. I'm done reading Little Fires Everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I also finished watching it. Are you ready to discuss? Yes.
0: Finally. Did you read it or did you read it? No, I just watched it. Because I I, it. I thought about reading it, but I remember I didn't have a book budget anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> so you yes. just watched it,
0: yeah, and I was hoping that you would just tell me about the book, so how did you like it? which one you liked did you like better overall, I like the book
1: better, so i I like the character developments in the book
0: hmm.
1: I like, yeah, basically, I like the character developments in the book. I wasn't much of a fan of some of the choices they made for each character in the show. Hmm. Like, like, uh, Mia, there's a, there's a, I think it's a big difference between the book and the show. Really? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want yeah, to explain give me, further. Give me a chance
0: <laughs> I might be interested to read the book. Do you have a physical <laughs>
1: copy? I have it on Kindle.
0: Oh, let's Kindle see though. if, if you can lend it. <laughs> Sige. I will oh,
1: I will ask Rafael.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I after I I finished watching the shows, I googled what are the differences, and there's mm. quite a lot.
1: There is a lot. Yeah, I I in the book I like um Easy and her relationship with her mom Elena better. Mm. The the one in the book, the version from the book versus yeah. the one. Um, in the show... I mean, basically... Well, their type of relationship is the same. But the the reason behind it Mm -hmm. is different. The reasoning from the book versus the one from the show. So I like the explanation from the book better. But maybe it would be difficult to translate it to the show. So Mm -hmm. maybe that's why they didn't do it.
0: Probably. It's so hard not to spoil people. Yeah, oo nga
1: eh. But the ending... I like the show's ending way, way more. Mm, mm. Ika, what do you
0: think? I'm pleasantly surprised because I avoided spoilers. So, and I think it's not that hype anymore. That's why I was able to enjoy it with it without being spoiled. So, I I really liked the ending. And, I don't know, um... I, what I enjoyed most is how they discussed the experiences of mothers mm. um you know after giving birth postpartum and it's not they i I guess it was realistic and mm. it's not it's it's good it's close to reality I would say and to probably to what I experienced so I would recommend it to moms who are you know breastfeeding at night and couldn't mm-hmm. sleep because their their newborns are comfort feeding and whatever but yeah i I enjoyed the relationship and the contrast between Nia and elena Mm-mm. who's your favorite the other characters that you like um in the book,
1: I really liked i really liked Pearl's character in the book. Mm. <laughs> I like her. I like her in the book than in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I about the mom thing. Even the story of Bibi Chan. Yeah. And the and, and um Elina's friend. I forgot her name. Yeah, I
0: forgot
1: her name also. it's so real that mm-hmm. like what you said. It's very realistic. It's very relatable. Yeah. So th- because those are things that real moms are really um, experiencing or going through. Mm. And there are different types, right? I like this the story arc of Bibi Chan. Like, yeah. when you're in her shoes, what are you really going to do?
0: Mm.
1: Right? So awesome. I, I like that, diba So I like that how in totality it asks the question na, like, mabuti ba talaga tayong tao? Are we really good people? Mm. Because, Both Mia and Elena and Bibi and the other mom, they did things thinking that they have good intention. Mm -hmm. But how true is that really? Because one would also argue that they did those things out of selfish, for selfish reasons. Mm -hmm. So I like how those questions are thrown at you by this book
0: or show. That's so good. Something that you should really think about. Because it's not an excuse that you're trying to be a good mother. Hmm. But what you're doing is really not ethical. Yeah, right? Hmm. Good Watch good, the
1: show. Good thoughts. <laughs> good thoughts Watch the too. show and read the book. <laughs> I yeah. would recommend you do both actually. Cause of the differences, it's almost like two different stories.
0: Mm-hmm. But not really. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: it's like a choose your own adventure type of annoyance.
0: In your opinion, like for me, if I already watched the show, do you think I'd learn new things with the book? Yes, mm.
1: I think also it's nice because you have a an image of who the yeah characters are uh-huh. and then and then when you read it, huh, ah, she's not like this in the show. <laughs> mm, yeah when I watched it, I was like, "Huh, ah, she's not like that in the book, <laughs> so you watched it first. I read it first.
0: Ah, uh, okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, I read it first.
0: I, so, I researched, okay, this is not a spoiler, I researched that in the book, they didn't mention the race of Mia Pearl.
1: They didn't, ba? But parang I kinda knew. Oh, maybe because I already knew yeah. that.
0: Ah. Uh... Right? So, I was surprised because, well, I heard through the grapevine of Instagram that um the show's writers and producer they had you know creative freedom to to make it kind of different. So when I after I finished the show and I read about that uh it was kind of a good move to focus on racism and you know um because it was set in the nineties, right?
1: Yeah but in the book, also they explained that Shaker Heights is, but it's really the first planned community,
0: mm-hmm. integrated.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. So that was explained in the book. So maybe I, I, I got that. Maybe idea you just assumed, yeah. That, that Mia
0: and Pearl, they're black
1: because of the show. They said, because maybe, and also, I think there was one part there where when Moody saw her, there was something that said, she, she's so different because of that. Hmm. But but in the book, it was, um they said straightforward that Lexi's boyfriend is black. Ah. That's what I remember. That's what I remember. So if Pero, that's the case,
0: it's good. It's good that they emphasize it on the show, in my Mm-mm. opinion. Because it gave more depth to it. And like you know, what you said, I, it made the ending so much yes. more interesting. Right?
1: You know, I didn't know about planned communities. Yeah, me too. That I was thought that's funny like, to me. I didn't know it's real life. Because uh-huh. in the book, there is a chapter there in the end where um, Celeste, Celeste, Celeste,
0: mm.
1: um, she she wrote a parang um, a guide guide to reading the book, something oh. like that. And then she explained that that's where she grew up in Shaker. Oh, Shikir interesting! Ha-ha. But it's not in in the same state. But it's it, it the real one is in a different state. Mm. Not but Not where, not where the 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 book setting the, is. Yes.
0: Mm-mm. Interesting. Yeah. I like it. It's a good show. So, yes, I will give the book a chance.
1: get do that. <laughs> I also finished reading The Pitan Schoolboy by Michelle yeah, Laurel. Uh-huh. So, she's the great-granddaughter of Maria Rizal, Dr. Jose Rizal's sister. Mm-hmm. So, it's based on Jose Aseniero's memoir during his time as Jose Rizal's student in The Pitan. And then, until the time, he accompanied him to Manila. And he was there in Fort Santiago when Rizal was executed. Mm. Yeah, it's like a retelling of the last years of Jose Rizal also. Through the eyes of the dapitan schoolboy. It's a short book. Mm-hmm. It's a short book, and the writing was really good. Mm-hmm. Very fast-paced. I I finished it in a day. <laughs> and Exciting. I'll pass it on to you. Okay. Yes.
0: Last episode, we talked about our twenty twenty one word. I think I'm going to stick with commune this year. Um, It really, I don't know. It just resonates so much with what I wanted to do or to focus on this year. And I know we we said that we'll share a little. More about homeschooling again. Um, maybe our goals and our twenty twenty one homeschool in one are mm, a few words. Made up at I think it's hard to say one word to describe our homeschooling year. But how about you?
1: They yeah, have twenty
0: twenty
1: one. Oh oh I was thinking about that question that you mm-hmm. in last episode. And I couldn't think of just one word. Yeah. <laughs> but because as you know, Alan is currently in kinder, and then by July, he will be in first grade. Wow. Why? My gosh! First grade. yeah, first grader. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so so our focus might shift as we enter elementary. Wala, grabe elementary. But I do have a word. Actually, I have two words for the rest of our kinder year. So for the first SEM of 2021, I think our homeschool words are more off. So the question that guided me as I was planning for our back-to-school activities this year was
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, what do we want more of? Because it's something that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. So and I find that it helps me be less anxious mm-hmm. about the pressure uh, to learn about this or that. Because let's just do things that We enjoy. Let's just do things that we like. More of the things that we like. More of the things that we enjoy. So, we also recently started this book, Big Ideas for Curious Minds, An Introduction to Philosophy. And we're enjoying it so much. So, it came highly recommended by Eloise of Mighty Mother. She was right. The conversations that we got to have after um, reading it, different level inspired. Really? Like Yeah, like last week. We read about this big idea of knowing yourself. It's like a journey to understanding yourself, particularly when you're feeling upset. And then, like, what is it that you're really upset about? Mm. Why are you feeling upset about this? Like that. And the scenarios that 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 are in the book are very relatable for kids. So it's a really nice, parang jumping off point for those big conversations, like feelings. Like my son now he got his five. So mm. he has very big emotions. Yeah. So like, and sometimes it's difficult for them to express mm. what they're feeling. So the they will So, they're just angry. Mm-hmm. And then when why are you angry because of because of ganyan and then yeah. really is it really because of that or is it because of something else? So it's something that we're 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 learning to understand, and it's nice na at, at, maybe at his age, Hmm. he's getting to understand himself better. Parang, yun, ang saya lang, and yun, we like more of that meaningful, sincere conversations. What's yours? What's your word?
0: It's so nice, aside from the book that is going on my list. that's so nice to have conversations (laughs) like that with a five-year-old. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't take I I think I didn't have that right? as a kid. Yeah, so that's nice. I'm excited to witness and learn more from your year of more offs. <laughs> I guess. So for me, when Mark and I started praying and fasting. Um, this is one of the things that we prayed for. Really, really prayed for, cause I say as growing up, and like what you said, there's the pressure, right, of what our home school days should look like or should yeah. be. And I guess you're a witness to my near breakdown last year, where stressful situations, you know, body getting diagnosed and whatever. And I, I tend to overcompensate by spending, I guess, like purchasing new courses, more materials, you know, buying consultation or whatever. <laughs> um, so, uh, I want to step back from that. So, for us, um, interestingly, um, the word that we really focused on is less. So, <laughs> it's funny because if you think about it, it's the opposite, exact opposite of more. But it's kind of similar, I guess. Because um, for us, you know, previously we, we were following a method where there's just a lot of things that you need. You need to research, read, to, to buy. And um, if we really wanted to, to pursue that method, I'm sure we can. I'm sure we would make it happen. But um. I'm glad that we agreed and we're on the same page. I remember it was from you, you said. Um, and it really stuck with me that, you know, husbands and wives, they should be on the same footing when it comes to homeschooling. Mm-hmm. I, and I, I, I never forgot about that. So, um, yeah. So we decided that that's not for us right now. We We don't want to do that method. Um... And I guess that's the beauty of eclecticism or, you know, whatever the title is. You you choosing what's best for yourself and you taking, I guess, grabbing that opportunity to be free and have that freedom to do what's best depending on your season. So, um what we're capable of, what we want to prioritize, those are the things that I guess should be the main thing with home educating. And for me specifically, I'm working towards less comparison and less oversharing on social media. Cause, buddy started saying, "Na, why are you taking my video or my picture? I don't want mm-hmm. you to do that, please." And then sometimes he would say, "Please do not work on your cell phone. I don't want that." So, <laughs> you know, um it was a good reminder for me to do less of that as Mm -hmm. well. Um, And not to stop sharing what we know or what we learn, because I know that's also one of the things that, you know, helps us. I mean, if people didn't share before Diva, we wouldn't be here right now. But I want to share more with, I guess, the right people with communing, like my focus this year. Um, To those who... Who I guess will fill my cup more. And I can mm-hmm. fill their cup too. Diba? Because I guess last year I was close to overextending myself. So less of everything this year.
1: Yeah, I like that. Yeah, somewhat related, yeah. Parang in a way. Less fluff, more meaning. So yes. Less to gain more.
0: So we're we're in sync. Yes. <laughs> Over the holiday
1: break, we finished reading part two of Home Education. So the whole chapter is about the outdoor, out-of-door life for the children. How did you find this chapter, Angel? Especially since we've generally been indoors for almost the whole of 2020.
0: I know. Um, I have to be honest. It was a bit depressing for me when I started to read it. Because, I mean, it's not the first time to that I read it. So, it was just Mm. a reread. But I read it before the pandemic where we still get opportunities to go out. Like, we live in a condo, but we have, I would say, a good, a decent outdoor space where there's not a lot of people during the weekdays. So, sometimes you would spend the whole morning or the whole day outside and we'd just bring our picnic basket and stay there. But... It's so different right now. And we really felt, you know, like what you said, being indoors in such a small space. I really cried. But I was able to push through many, many of the concepts.
1: Yeah. Ang hirap, no? Especially Mm. since we don't live in the country and the children deserve. Quote, unquote, country. That's the word, deserve country air. (laughs) Maybe we can share our key takeaways from
0: this chapter. Any favorite quotes, perhaps? You go first. Um, yeah, okay. What I needed to absorb more are her encouragements for ta- town dwellers, right? She used that the term, mm-hmm. um, or the suburbans. Um, she gave a lot of examples, which I think are very practical. And if you're new to the method, in my opinion, this will be easy to follow more than the other popular hashtags or concepts that are shared on instagram um it's very minimalist you just go outside um and i like this specifically learn about the local trees you know the flora and fauna and observe it during i i know in the book she used seasons but we don't have as much like like a lot we don't have four seasons so maybe during different times of the year um and she encourages us to do the ideal, quote-unquote, country fresh air, or, you know, um, the country. But I like what she said after that for the town dwellers, aka city people, you know, us. Mothers work wonders once they are convinced that wonders are demanded of them. Right? It's just... It's so nice. It's so wonderful. <laughs> um, this is what I like, getting it direct from the source. You know, those who studied it first or who quote-unquote invented it. Versus, you know, what what people share on social me- media. Not that I'm against it, huh? but it's just because we are all so different from each other. Except maybe with it. The- with the exception of those parents or moms who write books because i think they put um there i think there's just more thought and research that goes into it so they they're really able to study it right um okay let me elaborate more i guess for me it's hard to get the whole picture from other people who don't know that who you don't know that much, or you just know mm. on Instagram, right? Or on Facebook. And you interact so little with, like, you've never met them in person. Um, I Don't get me wrong. I mean, we've experienced how great online relationships are, especially during the pandemic. But I guess specifically with homeschooling, like, there's so many factors that goes into it. Um, The things that we post, right, they're not, our whole day they're very Mm -hmm. summarized snippets of our homeschooling days so and like what I said so many other things factor into it like where we live like we don't experience snow Mm -mm. so you know it's hard to compare right um our resources like it unfortunately we're still having you know a difficult time managing the the virus here in the Philippines you know things like that um so when I read about it, that was my initial reaction. Like, okay, I really need to remember like what you said to me before when I was starting to explore this um method. That one of the best encouragements that you got from another mom on Instagram was to not take it like a gospel, Mm-mm. you know, but to apply it accordingly to your resources. Like what I said. And for me, reading it and knowing the goal, like, I think you can share more about this, about, you know, the overall goal of homeschooling, um, that our, that our goal is not to be perfect. Um, it really became less stressful for me, even if, you know, we can't have the country air. Um, and (laughs) I felt open to her instruction, even if it doesn't, all of it doesn't apply. And let's be honest, Charlotte Mason, she can make you inadequate sometimes. Cause, right? Cause she has, she lives in, in, um, she has access to big outdoor space and things like that. And nature, it was so easy to be there. So I guess it's important to, to think about those things while, you're reading this and if the listeners or friends will be listening to this, don't be discouraged by it. Um, and yeah, I guess for me, uh, it helped me find ways to have outdoor time that fits our family and our season.
1: Yeah. Because also, her writing, the way Charlotte Mason writes, it's like sometimes she's also making pagalit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If your child is not observing this, then it's your fault. Yeah. Right? If your Hmm. child does not take time to do this, then it's the mother's fault. Mother's, yeah. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. So, parang, oh, my fault? Really? Yeah, oh no, I'm doing such a bad job. I don't get it. But, yeah, exactly. This this is also why I really love Leah Bowden of Modern Miss Mason. So, I got that advice from her, not not using CM's words as gospel, mm. but as a guide. So, and she, Leah always recom- re, um, reminds us that we always have to localize what Charlotte Mason is saying because remember when Charlotte, Charlotte Mason is lived during the Victorian era so her time was really different from our time so mm-hmm. let's not expect that, that, that we're going to be able to do the things that they were able to do then or that's expected from them then so just localize what she says, and make it fit your situation. Like, Siam also talked about choosing the right fabric for your child's clothes. Yeah. In this chapter, she mentioned that also. So, yeah. to me, I won't be too precious about that anymore. But, okay, I get the idea. Mm-hmm.
0: Like, if if that's your focus or priority, like, you know, picking 100% cotton, that's good, right? But to those who cannot be bothered, that's fine
1: also. Yes, ba? Parang Okay nayan. Yeah. <laughs> so me also I re I just I reread this chapter for just for the book club. And I was so happy I did because by during my reread
0: mm-hmm. I
1: I already finished reading um Consider This by Karen Glass. Yeah. Which we've talked about in one of our past episodes. And now I already have an understanding of synthetic knowledge or what synthetic knowledge is. And I see how much that ties in with this chapter. So I have two favorite quotes So from this very long chapter. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> so, the first is, a mother's first duty to her children is to secure for them a quiet growing time, a full six years of passive receptive life, the waking part of it spent for the most part out in the fresh air. Mm. Then the second... There's no sort of knowledge to be get in these early years so valuable to children as that which they get for themselves of the world they live in. So, these are reminders for me to just allow my son to just be. I think that's also one of the messages from chapter one, right? Yeah. To just allow your child to just be. So, especially when they are outdoors. So, parang just let him observe and see things around him the way he wants to. Just let him immerse himself in nature. And here's one more thing I liked from the from Charlotte Mason's writing. Parang, when she said that, and also allow nature, mother nature, to take care of the child. Mm, yeah, um, that's nice. Is... So as the child spends time outside, kasi he develops skills of observation. And then, of investigation.
0: Mm-hmm. And then
1: a love for nature because he will discover by himself that every little thing is part of a bigger thing. And then he develops a sense of reverence to the world that he lives in and to the one who created them all. So, synthetic knowledge. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I guess that's what I'm saying about the overarching goal, right? Yes. Yeah. We should all have that. And then you won't be so discouraged when people require so much of you. And Mm -hmm. I like that part from CM CMT, the first quote that you gave about the mother's first duty to her children is to secure a quiet, growing time, a full six years. We just really need to repeat it again and again. Mm -hmm. And it's so encouraging for me. And I guess the first part of that quote really, you know, caught my attention too because she said, in this time of extraordinary pressure, which CM, you know, Charlotte Mason, it's still true during this time. <laughs> and you already... Exactly. And you knew it. You were so ahead of your time. And I like the part. I like that. Knowing that she's not even a mom. But yes. she she knew how much pressure there is for for mothers. So I guess um it gave me a perspective on how much thought she gave to moms. And it's just so nice. I I, I, I felt seen.
1: And, and heard.
0: Yeah, and heard. Yeah. And also, like you mentioned, consider this. This book is such an eye open opener now.
1: Mm-mm.
0: Yeah, it's a I'm great e- Yeah, it's a great example of a book that I guess for me, if you can't read Charlotte Mason's works yet, like if you're daunted or if they sound scary or super old English, um, this should give, in my opinion, a really, really good intro. And it reminded me of this quote from the same book, like consider this, um about what I was saying a while ago about, you know, the pressures of um copying other moms. She said, Karen Glass said this, It is doubtful that a teacher who does not understand and appreciate the principles that underlie the methods will be able to make the most of the methods in practice. Yes. Mic drop. talaga ni Tita
1: (laughs) I agree. If you want a sort of overview of the Charlotte Mason method and the philosophy that governs it, I think. So, read her book, Consider This. And about that quote, I eh, did they say you cannot teach what you do not understand? Yes, so, yes. ba? So if you do not understand what X and Y are really for, so parang when you're doing it, sayang lang. It's mm. like you're tasting the food, but you're not really getting the nutrients out of it, if that makes sense.
0: Yes. So, my time plans. I know this weekend, part of our weekend plan is to meet up virtually with our CM book club because it got rescheduled. And I think it's very timely because we got to talk about it, you know, process the book a little bit more. But aside from that, what are your weekend plans? So I started
1: reading Jane Eyre by Charlotte Bronte. So I'll continue reading that. And I think I'm in a reading mode right now. So I want to capitalize on that and finish as many books as I can. Because I might be on a reading slump sometime this year. So para sure, tapusin na natin. <laughs> finish yeah. the ones that you can right finish now. now. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I will also be working on Alan's Q3 portfolio. My gosh. So about you, anything else you plan for yourself?
0: Wow. I mean, Q3 already? So you've been schooling quote-unquote, formally for three-quarters now. Wow, wow, wow. I I... Okay, I'm not yet formally homeschooling, so I don't... I, I, I wish you well. I'm cheering you on. But I feel you. I'm the same. Like, right now, I'm just, you know, my reading trajectory is going up. And I'm so consistent and, you know, at my pace, hopefully I can finish 52 books this year and this will be my year. But, you know, I, I expect somewhere along the year that, yeah, there will be some challenging months where we will watch a lot of new shows and and rewatch other shows. So... Yeah, I, I want to finish some of the books that I wasn't able to finish on my TBR um, by last year. You know, all those 20% or 70% <laughs> have finished ebooks. <laughs> so that I also have mental space to start new ones, you know, starting the classics. But I'm also really excited. But, you know, being careful and preparing myself um, for our TFPRC or the Filipino Parents Reading Challenge for 2021. Yay! Yay. <laughs> so the hashtag is hashtag TFPR Challenge 2021. And you can check this out on Instagram. Um, where this challenge is about um, reading five Filipino authored books this year. Yeah,
1: and we also prepared some themes or categories, right? So you wanna talk about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yes, of course. So we pick categories that we hope um, are easy to fill in, I guess for us. Um so we can help each other, you know. Um and you can find the reading challenge page on the story graph, the app, you know, the reading tracking app that we discussed last time. Um, but don't worry, you will link the we'll, we'll link the app in our show notes. Um so for the categories we will discuss number one, a Filipino classic novel. You know, I think it's time for us to reread those classics like Florante and Laura or Touch Me Not, you know, things mm-hmm. like that written and are considered the great classics. Um and then for category number two, books with a Philippine historical event. Um I guess it's good then because we get a little bit of history or more of Philippine history because um on social media we're so exposed right to foreign events and you know histories of other countries so this will be good for us um so we recommend um any era in the Philippine history, but we were thinking maybe decada setenta or um smaller and smaller circles. Um the third category is a book about Filipinos overseas. This category was the first one that um I, I thought of because I think we can find a lot of modern novels like mm. The Farm by Joan Ramos, Patron Saints of Nothing by Randy Rewai, etc. Um, what about the last two? Maybe you can share that with me.
1: Okay, yung category four um, anything written by a famous Filipino author like Nick Joaquin, Ambeth Ocampo. Mm-hmm. Basically, we just <laughs> included yeah. this category so. We can read. We can finally read a book written by them. Yes, <laughs> and then, no shame. <laughs> and then category five. So any Filipino authored book recommended by a friend. So this can be even I think book or novels for
0: mm-hmm.
1: middle readers. Yes, young, the right? So yeah. yeah. So anything recommended by your friend. So mm-hmm. have you completed your list for this? Or do you already know the books that you'll be reading for each category?
0: Um, I guess writing the categories. We were able to research, you know, what's easily available or what I have, what you have, so we can just swap for now so we can we don't spend our book budget <laughs> early this year again, you know. But um yeah, I have some ideas. Like one I really wanted to finish or I guess reread Insurrecto by Gina Apostol um cause it's relevant cause of the precedent that she talked Mm -mm. about in the stories Mm -mm. um but also um I'm I'm still leaving some of the categories open so I can fill it up I guess middle of the year or if I get recommendations um and I like that it's only five, so there's mm-hmm. not a lot of pressure, right? And like what you said a while ago, um, with the book that you finished, it can be a short book. There's no minimum page requirement, right? Yes.
1: How about I you I already have one finished. Yeah. Yay. Yes, yay. <laughs> so happy for you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Ang galing, galing. So I have I already have listed four books. So I mm-hmm. have a book for categories 2, 3, 4, and then 5, not the one that I finished. Because um, The Pitan Schoolboy is a book recommended by San
0: mm-hmm. of the
1: Learning Basket. So yeah. she recommended that to me. And I'm so happy I bought the book and read it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so nice. I really liked it. I really liked it. Parang it's something that you can make a movie out of.
0: It's
1: <laughs> a feeling. Ko lang,
0: ganun. You're hyping it up. <laughs> Oh no! (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, I'm excited because I think, um, like, what do we joke about? But you know, half joking about Uh it is that it's really shameful that we haven't read as you know, being widely read. Yeah, yeah, we Mm -mm. we don't really read much of Filipino authored books. I'm not Mm -hmm. sure. Is it because it's not widely available in the bookstores or I think so. I mm-hmm. think so. Like, if you go to fully book, right, it won't be the mm-mm. first on their top one to that, that we're
1: gonna see. Mm-hmm. Oh, Even when in college, I remember, parang, it, Filipino books will just have, like, one... Kasi, there's a national bookstore yeah. in front of of Ateneo. So, mm-hmm. sometimes, every day after class, because I, I live in a condo in front... in along Katipunan. Mm-hmm. So, after class, I will... I will I will walk home and mm-hmm. then when you go down the the footpath, footbridge? What Footbridge. Yeah. Foot I think that's it.
0: That's
1: that's re- in front of you will be National Bookstore. Mm. So every day I will go there just to look at right. books. Yes, and then, parang in all aisle, Filipino books will just be in one aisle. Mm. They will have more aisles for. Um, pocket love books. Yes, yeah, <laughs> pocket books. Yes, that I don't know how. to. <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, yeah. But I do read that. Have you tried reading those? Books? Yeah, I think I had seasons. I think that was my introduction to Jane Austen. You know oh. things like that. You know, because I discovered that. Oh, I I really enjoy romantic novels also. Because my Lola, she she loves.
1: Those books, mm-hmm.
0: so I so would you had buy a lot. Yeah,
1: Yeah. So I would buy her a few every week. Mm. Kasi nga, I, I pass by National Bookstore mm. every yeah. day, so I will get her a book every mm. a book or two every week. So I have Pasalubong when I go home. Oh, that's nice. On weekends, yeah. so yon. Um, that yeah. So I think availability, accessibility, was mm. an is an issue before. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad people are more. I think um interested now. Yeah. I think. So kasi must also with I guess with ebooks mm. maybe easier to get access narin. Yeah. With these books. Yeah. I, I, so I, I don't have one for the classic novel yet. Yeah. It's something that just... I really want to think about. Mm-mm. <laughs> because I've read No here and L F yeah. for high school. Right. And we've seen the place,
0: I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Even the, is there a movie? No. I'm not sure, but <laughs> I'm sure there are documentaries that Mm-mm. was played to us in school, right? Yeah. You know, I was pleasantly this, disc- I was pleasantly surprised that, uh I discovered that there are reprints of Lualhati Bautista's books. And they're very pretty-looking, the cover. I was you. So that encouraged me to, you know, maybe add that to the list. So, because my dad, he, he really liked Filipino novels. So he would encourage me before to, you know, um, read, read. read wow. those authors. But then the movie started coming out and, you know, it's not part of my priority. yet. now... At this age, I think it's like what we mentioned before we can teach what we don't know, right? Yes. So This is the time for us mm-hmm. to just read Filipino author books. So, hopefully, um, there are other people who will join us, but even if they won't, you know, it will still be fun to do this with you. And maybe we yeah. can keep on doing this every year, Mm-mm. maybe, you know, adding more number category yeah right, right. so it will be nice and eventually our sons would join us and they have their own list of re- Filipino reading challenges so maybe yeah.
1: our husbands can join us. yes yes yes
0: <laughs> so if they listen to this I hope not because they would be spooked <laughs> Yeah, so if they want more information on the reading challenge, they can just check us out on the Filipino Parents Review on Instagram.